the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. It's a special focus on the family best of with uh, Dan Radcliffe and myself. I'm Rick Probst. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of the focus on the family family. Uh, We've been listening to focus on the family for years. And for all those years, their focus has been to save marriages and families. And they do it so well. And this is the end of the year, end of 2022. And we know that you want to be used by God through your generous giving. And when you give to Focus on the Family, that's very generous. And it also brings healing and restoration to couples on the verge of divorce. We're asking you to give and focus on the family through their broadcast, their podcasts, their counseling resources, print and more. They're helping to restore marriages. And with your generous gift, you're right there on the front lines with them. Thank you very much. And when you give right now, you double your dollars to save twice the marriages through the year-end match provided by generous friends of Focus on the Family. So we appreciate them as well. So give right now, faithtalkatlanta.com, and click the Focus on the Family link. It is a best of, and uh, we talked to Nicole Hunt, who is an attorney and writer for Focus on the Family's Daily Citizen, spokesperson for Focus on the Family. And you you wind Nicole up and she talks pro-life. In fact, we talked to Nicole before Roe v. Wade was overturned, somewhere around May. And then immediately when it was overturned, when it came out, at first it was a leak that it was going to happen. And then then it happened. It was on a Friday uh, in, in June or July. And uh, we got her on the show, and uh, she is such a delight. So let's go back to the summer right after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Here's Dan Radcliffe and myself talking with Focus on the Families, Nicole Hunt. Hope you enjoy. Um, and, and here we are. Uh, it, it is overturned. Now states are, are making the decision for themselves. We wanted to check in with you to find out what do we do from from here it looks good for georgia uh it looks like things are going to be uh just progress for us pro-life uh folks that believe in pro-life and stand for it mm-hmm. um but states that uh they're kind of cloudy on this u- issue uh, w- what's going on on your end yeah so the landscape really is and we knew this before roe was overturned that there were 26 states that were likely to or planning on supporting life and protecting life under Mm -hmm. state law. Mm -hmm. That means that there are 24 other states that either protect abortion under state statute, under their state constitution, or by practice. And so what we're seeing play out now is we're seeing the abortion industry legal team at work challenging laws in many pro-life states. Yeah. Of course, Everything is fluid at the state level, right? It depends on who's in office. If um, if a pro-abortion state were to turn 
to the right and start to adopt more pro-life policies or even put more pro-life legislators into office, things could change and they could change as quickly as one legislative session. So really everything is very fluid at the state level right now. As as Rick mentioned, it's just gotten so vitriolic on uh, on the other side, it seems like. Yeah. And, and it seems like a lot of misinformation coming out as well. Talk about some of the things that people uh, on the left are saying about what this means and, and just the the untruths that are there. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I've heard a lot is that if uh, the life of a mother is is threatened that she's not going to be able to get an abortion. That's just not true. All, almost all of these, in fact, I believe it is every single one of these states who have a pre-row ban or a trigger law in place that would protect life, all include exceptions for the life of the mother. And another example that I've heard thrown out there by the left as a scare tactic is to say women who have ectopic pregnancies. Now, an ectopic pregnancy is a pregnancy where the egg becomes fertilized, but instead of making it out of the fallopian tube and implanting in the uterus, it actually implants in the fallopian tube. Well, that is a threat to the life of the mother. A baby can't grow inside the, the woman's fallopian tube. And even if it did start to grow, eventually that woman's life would be threatened because a baby can't continue to grow there and a woman can't sustain life in her in her fallopian tube. So that is another example, ectopic pregnancies, that that would threaten the life of the mother. And she would be able to go in and have that, have that um, pregnancy removed because there's no way that the baby could survive uh, living in that part of her body. So these are some of the arguments, really scare tactics and fear-mongering that the left is propagating to scare people to think that they can't save their life if their life is being threatened when they become pregnant. Nicole Hunt with us, attorney and life issues analyst for Focus on the Family. And I know you guys thought this through before everything was about to happen. Uh, I think some of some of this, too, is that folks deciding that, uh, you know, their city or their state is going to go ahead and go for go with abortion. And then folks from other states can travel there. It's it's just gotten ugly and scary. And is it more scary than you thought? Or is this like, well, yeah, it we pretty much thought this is the way it would go. You know, I think when we really started to see, you you see just how violent the left can be, was after Roe's majority leak opinion came out, and you saw all of the violence against pregnancy resource centers and against pro-life members of Congress and legislators, other pro-life organizations. I mean, just here in Colorado, where... I mean, women could get an abortion up until the moment before birth, and there are no restrictions in place, and now it's protected by statute. Even here, where Roe v. Wade doesn't touch our state law, the day after Roe v. Wade was overturned, there was a crisis pregnancy center that was attacked in Longmont, Colorado. It was vandalized, and it was firebombed. And it's like the the nonsense that the left is using to try to rule the day uh, they are encouraging that the Supreme Court law be completely, uh, you know, ignored. They're suggesting, in fact, even pro-life. This is interesting because this this is a members of the, uh, you know, politicians who are elected. There are some attorney generals who are saying they're simply not going to enforce the, the pro-life laws of their state. So I think the people really need to hold all of these groups accountable. Uh, the Department of Justice and the FBI, they need to investigate and prosecute criminals who are perpetrating violent acts 
uh, as a response to Roe v. Wade being overturned. And then if there are attorney generals in office who are refusing to enforce the law of the land or the law of the state, well, the people need to hold those elected officials accountable and they need to get them out of the office and elect someone who will enforce the law. And uh, and since obviously since all this has uh, come about, the the focus of the fight uh, against abortion has has obviously now turned from the federal level. But it's not over yet. It's there's still a fight there. Right, Nicole. What, what where do we go now? Absolutely. You know, and it's really a multifaceted fight. Here's the truth. A lot of it's going to happen at the state level, but there actually is still things that can happen at the federal level. So we also need to keep our eyes looking to who we're putting into office, who we're electing into Congress and the Senate at the federal level. Within At the federal level, there could be a couple of things that could happen. The um, Senate and the House could actually pass legislation that could restrict certain things. For instance, mail-order abortion drugs is kind of the next legal battleground where we might see some states are starting to ban it. Others that are pro-abortion want to be able to ship their um, their abortion medicine into states that are restricting it. And so we have some interstate commerce at play mm-hmm. here between the states. This is something that Congress could uh, look to ban or prohibit, or at least to restrict and say that each state must respect the other state's laws. That's a potential act that Congress could take. Now, we've also seen this last legislative session that Congress tried to protect abortion under federal statute. They weren't able to do it because they didn't have enough votes. But that is something that we might continue to see the left do if they get enough votes in the Senate. All they need to do is get enough to uh, to vote down the the filibuster or the cloture vote, which would require 60 votes. But if they if they decided to do that, which is something you know that would really cross a line. But if they did decide to do that, they might have enough votes to go ahead and pass a a federal statute that would protect abortion. God forbid that would happen. Um, And then something else we might see happen at the federal level would also include the states. But what we might see uh, or is a possibility is a constitutional amendment. And now that could go either way. We could see the the pro-abortion lawmakers try to get uh, a, a constitutional amendment that protects abortion. Of course, we would need... A very large majority, 38 states would have to ratify a constitutional amendment. So at this Mm -hmm. point, we don't have enough consensus either way. As I mentioned, the the divide right now is about 26 to 24 among the states on their position on abortion. So they don't have enough votes right now. But, um, you know, listeners should know that that is a possibility moving forward if ever there was enough consensus. So those are kind of the things that could happen federally. And then, of course, Right now, we've got 12 states who have moved to protect life. So there are 12 states in the country where either a pro, a pre-row abortion ban has been uh, triggered and put into place, or even states where pro-life laws that were being uh, that were being uh, under injunctions by by state courts, they've now those injunctions have been lifted, and so they also are able to have their state laws that protect life in place. So I think over the next month or so, we're going to see that number increase. As, as like I said, as many as twenty six states um, are prepared to protect life, but we will see Planned Parenthood and ACLU continue to sue the states who put these pro-life laws in place. And what we're seeing is we're seeing them challenged Hmm. by state statute and by Hmm. state constitution. Wow. Fascinating. Nicole Hunt, uh, attorney and life issues analyst for Focus on the Family. I mean, some of this information I've not heard before. So thank you so much for letting us in on this. We should also keep in mind that, and and the left has already started talking about it. They've also started talking about packing the court again. So- Mm -hmm. Things that we might see happen if 
um, if the left puts their pro-abortion lawmakers into place. So we need to, as pro-life members of the community, we need to stay engaged politically because the truth is, is what happened when Roe v. Wade was overturned is it took abortion policymaking out of the court, rightly so, because the truth is, is the state, the, the Constitution has three delineates three separate powers branches within the government, right? We have the legislative who they make all the policy, the judicial, they interpret the law, and then the executive, they enforce the law. The judiciary stepped out of its boundary when it started making abortion policy. So what it did was it rightly restored that power to the people and their elected representatives. So the truth is, is that abortion policy from here on out we have 50 fronts, and there are fronts of every battle fronts in every single state. And then we also have the federal. And so we need to keep our eyes on who we're electing uh, into office because those individuals are going to set the policy for our state. And we need to make sure that we're voting people in who are pro-life. Hope you enjoyed that great segment there with Nicole Hunt from Focus on the Family. She is an attorney and writer for Focus on the Family's Daily Citizen. All right, and special guest, Lisa Anderson, the host of Focus on the Families, The Boundless Show, and the podcast. It is going to be a treat, so hang on. We'll be right back, and don't forget, you can give and help bring healing to couples on the verge of divorce. And when you give right now, faithtalkatlanta.com, and click the Focus on the Family link, You double your dollars to save twice the marriages through the year-end match provided by generous friends of Focus on the Family. So do that while the break is going on. And then we'll be back with Lisa Anderson from The Boundless Show. I'm Rick Probst for Dan Radcliffe. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 